Hi, everybody. Yeah, this is going to be a little tough for the first time ever. So much for social distancing. <laughs> oh, goodness. We are live. There we go. We are live. We're literally... <laughs> Darlene, Sorry. Okay. first time in biz chat history, we are actually in the same room together, coming to you live from Zion Church in Ohio. We're with Pastor Jim uh, for his conference on Wealth with God. And, um, and last night I met one of my besties for the first time. <laughs> yeah, in the same room. We know we've been in the same room before, but we didn't know each other this well when yeah. we were in the same room. So here we are. Welcome everyone to biz chat. I am Coach Michelle over here it is your amazing Coach Noel. She's been a licensed therapist for over 15 years on the other screen over I'm there. not licensed anymore, but that's a different story for another day. Another day. She's an author now. Here we go. Anyway, <laughs> over there, there, other way, opposite, it is our very brain surgeon and neuroscientist, Dr. Darlene Mayo. Welcome. Good morning. She's our steady Eddie. Thank the Lord. Um, she will be taking over for us here in the group. Uh, Road Mapper group is still open as of today. It's going to shut down because we've done our three weeks of inner game work. We're moving into the mapping of our outer game. Um, but right now, uh, she will be heading in there after we get off. You are going to be amazed when you hear what we're talking about today. As you know, we've talked about your resources. We've talked about your identity. And now we're going to launch into talking about money. 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 <laughs> right? Um, but before we get too far, where did I put mine? You got to go get yours. Oh, our drink? What are you drinking, okay. Darlene? Okay, well, I'll start. Okay, well, you guys are, are getting your stuff. So I am drinking coffee with um, toasted coconut milk and cinnamon, which is my favorite Friday beverage. So nice, nice. Okay, I we did I broke my Daniel fast. So I got I got a Starbucks uh, brevet because I just oh, love, I love brevet. brevet. It's my reward for doing the Daniel fast um, little <laughs> And Darlene, or I mean, Darlene, Leah, hear this. What are you drinking, Noah? I am not drinking weed tea today. I'm drinking <laughs> Tim Hortons, which is my favorite coffee ever that I can't get in Chattanooga. Yay. Yay. So she got her Tim Hortons. My hubby is pretty excited about it too because our Tim Hortons closed after like a year. So, so here what we are. What nonsense. What nonsense. They didn't. <laughs> anyway, welcome to this chat where we're going to bring you your insights, strategies, and encouragement for your inner game and your outer game. Woo! So if you're here, let us know where you're, from, where you're joining us from. We are obviously in a new location here. Uh, so we're just outside right now is Dr. Or is he a doctor? No, I don't think I don't he's a doctor. He's a Leif. Leif? Leif? Leif or Leif? Leif. Leif. Hetland. Hetland. He's... The doc well, he's like a love doctor. That's right. <laughs> so true. You don't know you're loved until you've been in the room with <laughs> with Leif. Um, he communicates the love of the Father in a way that nobody I've known been as, yeah, as anointed ever. to yeah. communicate uh, love, uh, wash being washed in the love. Like we were talking last week, right? That's the key to knowing your identity. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have his book, uh, Orphan Spirit. 
Yeah, it was good. That was a pivotal one. Yeah, me. that'll change your life. Orphan yeah. Spirit. He, and um, he was talking yesterday. I think he dropped so many wisdom bombs. I can't even. <laughs> we, we were, were trying to take notes and we were just like. But probably fast. one of the, well, you go ahead. What are your, what were some of your favorite wisdom bombs that he dropped? Oh, well, the take, I guess the overall takeaway for me was, so my husband and I have been wrestling through some theological differences and it's caused some conflict. Like we're still steady, steady. We love each other. We know we'll get through it, but getting through it is sometimes not the fun part. Right. And what hit me last night, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in regard to your money was I don't have to figure out the theology and I don't have to mm -hmm. agree with him. Love is the core period, period. Yeah. I loved when he said, he said somebody came up to him after he delivered a sermon about, uh, whether you're, you'll hear this, yeah, first, we'll we'll first chair or second chair Christian, like one who sees things from the kingdom or one that sees things, uh, well, how did he describe that? Oh, from yourself. Kingdom it, of self. Yeah. Kingdom of self or kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And um, he's he told the guy what, oh, that's okay. You don't have to agree, but this is my sermon. So this is how. Yeah. Because the guy wanted to argue that pe people in the kingdom of self were not saved. And oh, life was, leaf, leaf. We're Sorry, saying, I messed you up so, forever. I know, right? <laughs> he was saying that they are saved. And so he was like, yeah, in your sermon, you can make them not saved. Referring <laughs> <laughs> to the um, prodigal son, um, mm -hmm. that scripture where he talks about how the prodigal son and the brother, the were brother, second chair. were both second chair Christians. They were both looking at things in a, in, a selfish way. One one chose rebellion. The other chose the spirit of religion, right? Where we put all of the things of God in there, but we never put God in there. <laughs> That's a second chair Christian. It's was, <sighs> was that your favorite? Um. Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> many favorites. You can have uh, many. Yeah. It, yeah oh, it was good. Kingdoms Everyone, are a good segue into money. He said, you don't have to live from measure, like what's your measure from God, but from fullness. You are already full. But if you're trying to measure what you have and you're trying to figure out what, how much you have of what resource, blah, 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 you know, the feeling, that whole what's in your hand, guess what? It's full. It's already full. You don't have to sit there and measure. Gosh, do I have enough to move forward with my vision and uh, what God has for me for my vision? No, you're full. Um, oh, this, go ahead. I got another one. The one when he said, second chair, the enemy speaks to you about what you're not. First chair, God always speaks to you about what you are. Mm -hmm. Bam. So Isn't that amazing? If you're hearing all these negative things about yourself or what you're possible or your past, yeah, you're probably sitting in the second chair uh, king, kingdom of self, worried about how yourself appears versus kingdom. Um, I Here's another one. Jesus became an orphan so we could all become sons and daughters. Mm, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Okay, uh, <laughs> what else? <laughs> oh, yeah, again, with the fullness thing, live from your inheritance, not for your inheritance. Are you trying to get your inheritance with your business? You've already got it. Yeah. Um, stop whining, start shining. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Uh, treat people according to their destiny, not their history. 
Okay, so those were just a few a few little um, uh, nuggets that we were trying to write down as fast as humanly possible. Thank goodness we're getting the videos. Yeah, um, I gave up and just recorded it. <laughs> it's hard to listen. I was tired. Yes. <sighs> so anyway, we're soaking up goodness to bring back to all of our discussions here, as you can tell. And, um, but we want to get into the topic. Our October talk topics have all been about um, why you're stuck. First, we talked about your resources, and then we talked about your, um, your identity, your last name identity, the one we all share because we're all children of God, and then that first name identity, right? And now we're going to talk about the one no one wants to talk about, money, because... Christians get really nervous around money. <laughs> it's either, you know, poverty spirit. Oh, you can't have money. Or I just need enough, God. Or the other is, oh, judging uh, because are you, are you, do you love money? Ma'am. I'm Ma So we're moving into money, having a biblical kingdom perspective on money as your resource, but also as your mindset. So I know Dr. Darlene is going to jump off right after biz chat and lead our roadmapper group into a deeper um, activation about this. But I, uh, you know, uh, our coach Noel over here, this is her wheelhouse, right? She's got her change your story book coming out. Uh, the story's got a little dollar signs, kind of cute. Um, <laughs> Anyway, course is awesome. I've taken her course, which is phenomenal. Yeah. What did you get most about out of her course? Like, what is one of the biggest things that stands out to you, Dr. Or, uh, Dr. Darlene? Yeah. So, you know, interestingly, a lot of the course, yeah, it's about, it's about money, but it's about your relationship with money. But here's what you have to go to is your relationship with God and your relationship with yourself first. And so for me, that was the most powerful thing, because if you're believing lies about God or you're believing lies about yourself, you're never going to get past the step you need to, to get to the money, which is why I love that, um, you know, in Roadmapper, you started with the identity piece, right? Because you can't talk about money until you know who you are and who you belong to. Right. So perfect. perfect. Yeah. Perfect segue. You're always so good at that. <laughs> so, so Coach Noel is going to share with us a little bit of that course and kind of how you can have the right mindset and, and the right thoughts around money as your resource. So take it away, girl. Okay. Well, I was thinking about this and last night, I last night was so powerful. I wanted to kind of piggyback on those concepts of the, the three chairs so the first chair being kingdom, and we're going to take it just outside of spiritual and kind of connect it to money specifically this morning. So first, first chair is kingdom money mindset. Second chair is kingdom of self money mindset, or what I would maybe term religion. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Spirit of religion on, about money. Yeah. yeah. And because, because I realized Michelle and I were kind of laughing about it, Darlene, that there was one time I said, do not go talk to someone religious about this issue. And I was like, let me clarify. Yes. Aren't you supposed to go to your religious <laughs> help, you know, people for help? 
was like, oh, you know, that's kind of a buzzword that not everybody's familiar with. Yeah. Is religion? religion. When did that become a bad thing? And the spirit of religion is like the older brother's spirit, right? Where he's just like, well, he has everything already, but he just refuses to infuse it from the kingdom perspective. He's all worried about himself and the fact that his brother got something that he felt he deserved or didn't deserve, right? That's what we do when we're looking at it from a self perspective. Chair, chair number two. Yeah. So chair number two, that kind of spirit of religion, performance, having to get it done. And then chair number three was kind of, um, what did he call it? Mm, I have it written down. Kingdom of the world. Kingdom okay. of the world. Jeez, you got a good memory. So we're going to talk about just the first two. As it relates we're pretty much to sure most of you guys consider yourself. Most of you are probably not going to be paying any attention to us if you're like if you're not really. But if you if you don't know Jesus, okay, time out. Would Pause. you like to hold the phone? I think I hope we've I hope you followed us yeah. to the degree like you find out this is an exciting life. Maybe it wasn't exciting in the pew that you were in, mm -hmm. but it is an exciting life. The kingdom life is a very exciting life, um, growing in your knowledge and understanding. So I'm just going to say right now, um, Jesus, if there's anyone out there listening who does not know you, I just pray you call them into your kingdom right now. Yeah. And as my pastor says, most people who have walked away from Jesus are walking away from a Jesus who isn't real and they should walk away from. Yeah, right. That's a pretty controversial statement. But if you're walking away from religion that makes you perform, that makes you less than that. Judges. Yeah. Like that is not who God is. And you did the right thing by walking away. But let us tell you about the kingdom. Because mm -hmm. you want to walk back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come back. Come, back. Come, back. Come to the right, the right kingdom. Tear <laughs> yeah. to Christianity is not fun. So. In terms of what we've been excitedly sharing, Darlene, is the difference between chair number one and chair number two clear? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Totally. okay. So what we want to talk about today in regards to money is the differences there and how you really don't want to run a business out of chair number two around money and how most of us... Um, I don't want to call out names because I don't want to be disrespectful for people who have been forerunners in the field mm -hmm. because there have been Christian people who teach about finances who have saved a lot of people in terms of their craziness around money. But I would say that they might still be sitting in second chair a little bit. And the, the difference around first chair, like one of the things in the course that I teach is shift your shift your beliefs to really understand what scripture does say about abundant life. Jesus came so you could have life to the full. That doesn't mean you're barely surviving. That doesn't mean that you just have enough for your family because there's a whole world in need. If you can be trusted to steward a lot of money, there's a lot of people who can be helped by you that are not going to be helped by you just having enough for your family. Okay, so we're not about getting rich for getting rich sake, but we are getting we are about the kingdom is about growth and it is about having resources so that you can steward and help a world in need. Right. One of the most exciting things about being a business owner is that as my business grows, so does my giving mm -hmm. and so does the fullness and the joy. Right. Okay, so. First chair. 
first chair money and leaf talked leaf leaf talked about this last night at length i don't mean to be disrespectful the man's blown my mind but apparently i am having a difficulty with his name <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault i said it wrong I'm, I'm hopeless with names part He's of why norwegian he has an accent yeah. so you're kind of like trying to listen very difficult like it's it's a little difficult because he's it's not pure like American it's so, English. It's so pretty. So you're yeah, it's very different. So anyway, and I'm Danish, are, so we're like kindred. I'm a Viking too. So oh, I'm Danish too. I yeah, Danish. That's not the same. He's Norwegian. They're, they're neighbors. Close like to visit Danish family and then <laughs> hop over to Norway for a little while. <laughs> what did you say, darling? <laughs> okay, whatever. She. We'll do a geography lesson next week. It'll be good. <laughs> They're all together over there. You can hop on a train and be there. Okay. All right. Apparently it's not crindered enough because she's not kidding. <laughs> Charlene is not, not convinced. Uh, um, okay. So I have no idea what we were saying. Okay. Well, you were talking about um, how much money, like why, are, why is everybody oh, okay. so afraid of being wealthy? Because gosh, oh no. I just want enough for me yeah. and my family. Like I'm not asking for much and no, like one of the things late late said yesterday was uh, it only would take 10% of the current, what did he call it? Oh, all the money that's in darkness today, mm. take 10% of it and the whole world is fed and housed. Yeah. 10% of the money that is right mm -hmm. now in the, what we call third chair, uh, you know, people who are unbelievers. Uh, who manage it, if we would only take 10% of that money back for the kingdom, uh, everyone in the world would have enough to be fed and and uh, housed. And and housed. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we just, I felt like an electric shock when he said that, like we are here to get 10% of the money back to the kingdom. So, mm -hmm. um, and not from a place of achieving, mm -hmm. from a place of rest. of rest. And maybe that was partly yeah. where you were going with yeah. chair one. Because I think most of us, especially those of us who have a drive to be entrepreneurs, it's really tough. Like you want to make money. And so we tend to strive toward that, right? We set our goals around what this launch is going to get us or how many units we're going to sell or whatever it is that is your business, how many clients you're going to see. And so this is a real nuance, but and that's the importance of having those beliefs shift. But one of the things I think I want to highlight today for this, one of the biggest shifts for me in terms of moving into a kingdom mindset about money was how I decide to spend it shifted dramatically. Because so when I was first developing this material and working on the book, I would go to this like neighborhood coffee shop and I met a lot of people in financial services because I was there every morning from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. <laughs> and so I would see people and get to know people. And a lot of them were in financial services. And most of them were Christians because I live in the Bible Belt in Chattanooga, right? Every single one of them told me something different that I should do with my money. Wow. Every single one of them. And they were quite passionate about it. And it was even funny. Like I remember sitting down with one guy once and he was talking about, you know, Tony Robbins wrote that big book about money yeah. and he was debunking what Tony Robbins said. And I just was chuck chuckling inwardly. Cause I was like, it's Tony Robbins. I think he has a tad bit more financial 
experience than you do. Yeah. So, but the point being that in kingdom, we listen and God tells us what to do with our money. Hmm. And that comes from a place of rest. Not I have to research and read every book under the sun. Hmm. It It is just a place of kind of obedience and excitement and joy. And you can wrestle with it at first if you don't fully trust that God's good. If you don't fully trust that God wants you to prosper, then, yeah, you might wrestle with what he's asking you to do because God asked us to make an investment that we still haven't seen any return on. And we don't even talk about it with most people because it looks like it was nuts. Mm -hmm. But God told us, and I know whether I see the income from that or my son sees it or my grandchildren, that investment's coming in. Mm. That's such a good point because that's how resources and mindset and money sort of marry, right? We we have resources. We Some are for bread. Mm-hmm. Some are for seed. Um, what's the third one? And bread, seed, and enjoyment. Don't forget about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. fun. <laughs> I think that's kind of the bread, right? Um, what things that we we are, it's okay to consume, right? It's okay yeah, that to consume under, yeah. part of our, our income. And some of it, though, is meant for seed. And you can't eat your seed or you won't have a harvest. Mm-hmm. So knowing the difference of where the resources are supposed to go, either for seed or for bread, um, it takes that intimacy with God. And that's why we're always talking about your identity and your relationship and the inner game. Because if you get those two mixed up, we're not going to know. Mm-hmm. And, and you're constantly in fear of making a move because you might make the wrong one. Um, when he's just saying, like, you don't need one more thing. Again, what's in your hand is enough. The knowledge you have in your hand is probably enough for what's in your hand as bread or seed. Mm-hmm. So, but if you do need more information, like he will probably he says, put the stop there. There will be a break. Says so you'll feel the hesitation in the spirit if you're supposed to go get some more wisdom and knowledge, right? Yeah. Dr. Darling, explain to us what's going on in our head right there when we're trying to figure <laughs> out what God's saying, you know, is go or green light, red light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that that can be a challenging thing sometimes to know exactly what you're supposed to do with your finances in particular, right? But here's the thing, you know, Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, right? We are supposed to follow our mission, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, think of, think of instead of heart, think of mission. Like, what is your purpose, right? This is why we spend so much time talking about identity, who mm-hmm. you are and what you were designed to be, right? Because mm-hmm. when you put your money, when you're asking yourself a question, do I put my money here, okay? Does that help forward the mission and purpose that you are placed on the earth or right now in this season, right? If you answer that question, yes, then it becomes so, so clear. And it's not even a choice. You have complete peace about it. You're not wondering, oh, you know, am I, should I hire a publicist? Should I, you know, hire a marketing sales funnel? What am I supposed to do? Put money towards that. And you don't have to get pulled into guilt over a a call or or something or a need because you know that God put you on this place to to impact this other need. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And you know, I think this is so hard for us as Christians and I'm going to tell you what does in the brain in a minute, but you know, we see needs out there, right? And it's our heart to give, right? And it's our heart to help in that situation. But here's the thing, if that is not in alignment with your calling right now, you are actually doing a disservice to your calling by sowing into something because you think it is a good thing. Listen, our God is great enough that he can provide for that need through the person that he's supposed to provide 
that is supposed to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody has a mission and a calling to provide for the need that you are hearing about, okay? Mm -hmm. so do not get distracted because here's what happens in your brain when you get distracted, right? Your brain likes to focus on a single thing. And when we do not focus on just one thing, we get very, very stressed and we become very inefficient, all right? Mm -hmm. Think about it like, I describe the brain like windows open on your computer, right? If you've got like, you know, PowerPoint yeah. open and iMovie open, I mean, cause I have, you should see my computer. Like the last time the Apple guy got on to my computer with me, he's like, oh my God, lady, you're, you're, you, that's crazy. So anyway, you've got to shut down that you're not using right at the moment, right? And this is so, so true for your mission, guys. There are so many good things to be passionate about in the world, right? There's like, we hear about there's human trafficking, right? There's there's children that are hungry. There's water that is impure, right? Like you could diversify your resources, your finances and your energy to all of those things. But what kind of impact are you going to make? You are gonna make the greatest impact in the world when you are focused on the one thing that you are specifically equipped and called to do. And your brain will help you with that when you do that. So good. I hope that brings clarity and freedom to a lot of us who struggle when you see a need and you see, um, you know, uh, obviously you, you maybe have some resources or you see a business opportunity and you have some resources or you see the next level being offered in a business opportunity. But if that's not where God has you right now, like that's where we need to know our identity and our resources together, at the same place, same time. Um, and give our brain a chance to help us out by not getting all distracted with what was never meant to go either now or yeah. or for your your assignment. So so thank you for clarifying yeah. um, that for us. So if you're feeling some confusion and feeling some distraction, that's that moment where we always say pull back, um, pull back that that God always wants you operating from a place of rest and peace like the prince of peace if he is not showing up then yeah go back to wherever he is yeah i there's actually this is actually a little snippet from my book right along with that and my editor when she read it she was like wow so i know it's good good stuff coming your way everybody she, um but i said everyone tells you feel the fear and do it anyway and that is an option i would say that's chair two Mm -hmm. Kingdom way is come to peace and then do it in power. Ooh, that is oh, I'm writing that down. <laughs> fear, just breaking through fear, mm -hmm. find peace and do it in power. Mm -hmm. That is definitely a little against the Christian mm -hmm. coaching green. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because there is a lot of fear a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And doing the next thing, the next level, the next step. They say uh, next level, new devils, new, you know, yeah. there's usually a gate. There's usually a gatekeeper. There's usually forces against you moving into your space. Mm -hmm. um, so, but if you're doing it from peace and power versus sort of just trying to fuck up and mm -hmm. get through it in your fear. Yeah. That sounds less, like way more pleasant. That sounds like God. Yes. <laughs> It's been working for me so far. And I'll tell you guys, like, that's not always easy. Getting to this conference was a bear. Like, I was attacked with unusual amounts of fear because I don't walk in fear that much. Like, you know, we, you know, I think the enemy will come at us and tempt us 
to give in and agree with fear or whatever. But yeah, so I'm not saying I'm not saying it glibly like it's always easy because I I had to take some extra time to deal with what is going on. But just like Leif said, <laughs> Leif, okay. he's he was talking about if you if fear comes against you, you know you're about to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the enemy the enemy sees it and is trying to keep you from that. All right. So we have gone about our half hour a lot of time. But is there anything you gals want to say a little bit more clarity on um, money as a mindset and money as a resource? Anything you want to highlight here that you've been kind of mulling over the week that we've been planning? Yeah, I just want to say one thing about, and it's along the lines of fear that I think is a really important distinction. There's a difference between fear that the enemy puts on you and discernment that the Holy Spirit is telling you to stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I've mistaken that before, right? When it was Holy Spirit saying, you don't need to go there versus no, I just going to overcome my fear, which is what you were saying, Noel, like why that first philosophy is not kingdom. So it really, it really is a point because if you are, you know, just trying to be bullheaded and go through it, then you are going to be completely out of alignment. The way to figure that out again, is just go back to that purpose and, and see if it, if it aligns with your purpose, then it's fear that's external that you should put aside, right? If it doesn't align with your purpose, then it's discernment to stop. So yeah, that's a good point. Good word. And I and I think sometimes too, you you learn to recognize like a lot of times for me anyway, when the enemy comes at me, there's no logic to it. Like there's it's it's just like this pervading sense that I can't seem. Oh, we've had all these comments. Sorry, Stella, in. we're just yeah. seeing you now. <laughs> we're commenting a lot. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's. You, you will learn to recognize the difference between, and because even when the Holy Spirit's telling you to stop, it's not going to ever come with any shame or condem condemnation, That's right? Yep. And when there's, when the enemy comes at you with fear, that will always accompany it. Yeah. The, the part where you start to get into the chaos mode and things get confusing and dark and mm -hmm. um, you're going down, that's probably an indication that it's not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Woohoo. Well, um, Dr. Darlene is taking our roadmappers even deeper on this topic. So if you're not a roadmapper, you can still be one today. It's going to be a fire session today. So. We'll be shutting down for a few weeks while we help. But we our are going to have a wait list up, right? For next oh, round. Yes, I'm working on the wait Once list. Once we figure that out. Yes. <laughs> Once Michelle figures that out, there's no home. hope of Noelle figuring out. <laughs> We got a little bit on our plates right now, but I will get a wait list up. Um, we will be closing Roadmapper down while we help people uh, take their identity, their resources and their finances and get their purpose and their anointing all roadmapped for an awesome marketing plan. So we do that for a while, uh, then we'll, we'll open up the Roadmapper again. Um, so if you're interested in getting on the wait list, you can drop the word wait list down below and I will get you on. Um, and then hopefully next week we will have a sign up there for you as well. So Dr. Darlene, thanks for joining us and holding down the 
for. Wish you were here. Oh, she I know. Here. I'm jealous. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I love hearing all those downloads you had. And I just pray blessings over you guys where you are and for your travels back home. And just bring it, bring all that wisdom back. <laughs> yeah, good. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Biz Chat every Friday, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern. And we'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye-bye.